She tossed the contract across the table with a quick flick of her wrist. It slid effortlessly along the granite surface, eventually coming to a stop a few inches in front of me. I glanced at the one-inch-thick agreement and considered how my life might change if I signed it. I reached for the documents and met her gaze. She wasn't at all what I expected a Hollywood producer to look like. I envisioned a 50-something-year-old man with salt-and-pepper hair and bold black glasses, wearing a well-worn pair of diesel jeans and a vintage Jane's Addiction concert tee. With a fondness for energy drinks and an overactive imagination, he'd bellow his demands through a megaphone that had fuck off scribbled on the side with a permanent marker. But Kelly Carston, the producer of every successful reality television show in existence, was the polar opposite. She looked like an expensive call girl. Dressed in a burnt orange dress that fit her like a coat of paint, she sat across from me with gravity-defying boobs and a warm Southern California tan. Her blonde hair was twisted into a faultless low chignon. She grinned a shallow grin. Take a quick peek at that, Lou. It's pretty basic. The highlighted spots are where you'll need to sign. She was disgustingly attractive. I fanned through the pages while alternating glances between her perfect hair and amazing tits. Like now or bring it back in a few days. Her eyes narrowed slightly, probably as much as her Botox injections would allow, but enough that she made her point. In a few days? In a few days we'll be in production. It's basic contract language. Scan through it and sign it. She stood up, tossed her pen onto the table in front of me, and brushed the wrinkles from her dress. Have you seen the shots of the men yet? I, um... I wondered who she thought would have shown me. I shot her a look. No. Get your signature on that contract and I'll let you take a peek. I cocked an eyebrow. You can't show me until I sign it? Until you're on board, it's confidential. She shrugged and then reached under the table. There are non-disclosures. She produced a laptop, placed it on the table in front of her, and began pecking at the keys. After a moment, she peered over the top of the screen and flashed me a slight, mischievous smile. Have you signed it yet? The pen was still five feet in front of me. She knew I hadn't signed it. I shook my head. Not yet. We give them numbers, she said, her eyes falling to the screen. I'm looking at number three. She opened her mouth as if to speak, and then closed it again. I leaned onto the edge of the table, wishing I was sitting beside her and not across. What? Is he cute? She cleared her throat. Nebraska, former college football player. He fractured his ankle his senior year or he would have gone pro. Now he manages a family-owned hardware store. He is, um... She let out a sigh and then began to fan her face with her hand. He's just... I stood up and walked around the corner of the table, 
fully expecting her to cite sub-paragraphs in the contract that would legally prevent me from taking a quick look at the hammer salesman with the weakened ankle. She said nothing. I stepped behind her and looked at the screen. Wearing jeans, boots, and a white V-neck t-shirt that clung to his very broad chest, an extremely attractive 20-something-year-old man looked back at me. With bulging biceps, sun-bleached blonde hair, and a face that appeared to be chiseled from stone, he commanded every ounce of my interest. There were many words I could have used to describe him, but gorgeous was the only one that immediately came to mind. His aquamarine eyes were fixed on mine. Looking away wasn't an option. Not yet, anyway. I stared back at him in awe of his perfection. 